0: Love Talk Radio.
1: One bleeds red and one bleeds blue. Two friends, one heated rivalry. It's intense. It's no holds barred. It's game time. All right, let's go. On Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio with your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent.
2: Well, I'm not sure if it's uh, crappy cell phone night or if it's just going to be me tonight because uh, it's supposed to be Scott and Mike, but it, it, that's red versus blue. But, uh, oh, oh, there's somebody on the switchboard. Oh. Somebody oh, oh, is oh. on the switchboard and dialed up. That is a good friend from uh, Brandenburg, Kentucky, Michael Trent. Mike, uh, what's going on tonight, my man? You ready for the big national draft weekend, man? It's here. It's finally here.
1: It's it's finally here. we got a lot of things going on, and I, I can't wait. And can you hear me okay? I can hear you loud and clear. Wow, wow, man. That, that crappy cell phone must have went away, didn't it?
2: Wow, you know what? It's, it, we're supposed to have a special call-in show with prize giveaways, and there's a little message at the top of Blog Talk Radio it says, we're currently expecting experiencing issues with our dial-in and guest dial-in numbers. Engineers are working to fix it now. We'll update soon, so... Keep trying to get in. Uh, Hopefully that clears up for everybody. This is the Red vs. Blue Friday Night Football Show, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your night. I'm Scott Atkins, team legacy in the world of high stakes fantasy football, and now co-owner of FFToolbox.com and the Fantasy Football World Championships. We're going to have a great show tonight. We have, uh, look, it's, it's basically draft prep time, right? Everybody's getting ready for their big draft of the year this weekend. If you've been drafting before, great. Now, everything is more clear, Mike. Earlier in the year, you may have thought David Wilson was a fourth round back. Now, there's no question whatsoever, he's clearly a second round back. We nailed it, Mike, back in June. Now, look, hey, we needed a little help. We needed a little injury, but we did nail it. We called him our, our breakout player of the year, and that is the guy who's he's going to be a second round pick. Now, and you might even see him in the first round, Mike. When you start to do the numbers and I started plugging him in, I was like, okay, i got to take these carries off of Andre Brown, and i got to take these catches off. Where are they going to go? I I, I wanted to put them in Wilson, and when I did that, you know, a majority of them, you know, I, got, I put about 60% of the carries that Brown was going to get over to Wilson, and I put the rest over to that Darrell Scott or whatever. It made him like a number six back in the league, man.
1: Yeah, you know, and, uh, it, you know, things have changed a lot. Uh, the one thing that uh, has definitely changed, like you're just talking about, is uh, David Wilson, I mean, just moving up. Uh, people say, "Well, you know, is it going to move up that much?" Well, absolutely. I mean, if anybody has been looking at any draft boards about uh, any high stakes events that have gone on already, uh, you'll see that running backs are a priority. They are a priority, and if you want one that's going to be a stud running back, then you want one that has a little, hardly little, of a handcuff behind him. Now, unfortunately, with uh, what happened with Andre Brown, David Wilson could be that guy. 347
2: 324 is the number. We are going to take a few call-ins tonight uh, for those that want to take advantage uh, of the prize giveaways that we will have. 347 uh, the final prep before a national draft weekend is here. We're also going to debut the four rules of fantasy for the 2013 season. Look, Mike, I've been working on this. It's not rocket science. Fantasy football is not rocket science, and I have the four rules of fantasy that everybody should live by this year in their 2013 drafts. So I've got those for you later in the show. But first, Mike, I want to talk a little bit about the news that I've been seeing uh, on Roto World. Look, we all go to Roto World for news, and sometimes it's not really news, right? Uh, sometimes it's just uh, it's crap. Okay, that's uh, as basically what it is. But. I want to I want to kind of look at this and take a little bit of a deeper dive into what we consider some of the news that's out there. We also have Roto Bowl drafts going on right now as we speak, all weekend long, all next week. Uh, we're already over 500 Roto Bowl teams. That's a that's a very good number for Roto Bowl. Uh, we expect a, a very strong finish in the last week. In the past, sometimes as many as. Eighty percent of the total sign-ups come in the last week. People wanting to jump in and sign up for their last uh, for their last roto bowl teams. So roto bowl is going on. We're going to be out in Vegas, Mike. You and I next week at the Mirage yeah. Hotel and Casino for the Fantasy Football World Championships. Very excited about that. I'm going to I'm going to be leaving Tuesday. What day are you getting in?
1: Uh we'll be getting there on uh, Wednesday morning.
2: Okay. Okay. Wednesday morning. All right. Well, yeah, the drafts start with, at first, on Thursday, everything kicks off, right? We have the, the commander draft in the morning. It's a $5,000 entry fee. Some of the best guys uh, and gals in fantasy football will be drafting that. We have our auction league. And then we have our kickoff party at the Mirage down in the sports book. We have a kickoff party, a reserved area. Watch the game with us. And then we have the Mirage invitational draft where 12 of the top 100 players in all of high-stakes fantasy football, will be drafting in some of the top 10. To be honest with you, we got like half the top 10 and half the top 20 in this thing. The best players in the world ponying up $2,000 to win the, the first-ever Mirage Invitational. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're all going to be together. That's the main thing. We're going to be together, watching the draft, watching the games, and then watching this big draft that the best players in the world are drafting. It gives you a great tune-up before your big drafts on
1: Friday and Saturday. Yeah, Scott, you know, it's a great setup. Uh, everything uh, looks great. Uh, you know, it's set up uh, nicely. Uh, just having a lot of different options uh, to be able to do. I mean, uh, like myself, you know, I'm just going to enjoy those Rotobos. Um, but the the main events, man, you know, I, I just can't wait to do, you know, just kind of witness part of those. Uh, and like you said, the Thursday, uh, uh, the draft Right there at the Mirage, at the Sportsbook, I mean, wow, that's, you know, that's a coup d'etat right there to be able to do that. So that would be a lot of fun.
2: David Wilson, uh, big news with the Andre Brown breaking of the leg. Uh, he's done this before, and now David Wilson becomes what Wayne Ellis says in the chat room right here, a first round back. And, Mike, I don't disagree. I think it comes right around that area where you're starting to consider Chris Johnson Reggie Bush. I'll bet you, Mike, in Vegas, we will see people take David Wilson over Matt Forte and Arian Foster. I bet it happens. I bet Matt. I bet David Wilson gets drafted before Matt Forte and Arian Foster in
1: at least one draft. You know, I can definitely see it uh, happening uh, before Forte. But then again, you know Aaron Foster. You know there's so many uh, variables, uh, so many questions there. So, uh, <laughs> you know this has changed the whole landscape of the uh, the tail end of the running back uh, first round.
2: Yeah, it really has, Mike. We're going to uh, we're going to take a caller from the 256. 256, six two five six. You're on with Scott and Mike. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
3: Hey guys, my name's Jason. I'm from Alabama. I'm and uh, my question, yeah. So my my question is this: I'm in a ten-team points, one point per rushing attempt league, and I wish to start three wide receivers. And I drafted several backups. It's time to take out the trash, so to speak, on the roster and pick up some backup running backs. So I need to drop two out of these three. I need to drop either uh, Jeremy Curley, Randall LaFell, or Denarius Moore. Two out of those three. You're playing a one point per rushing attempt league. Yes, <laughs> yes.
2: Who, who, who's the commissioner of this league?
3: <laughs> it's a coworker.
2: Uh,
3: did you know the <laughs>
2: rules before you signed up? Yes. And how long has and this been good. going on?
3: Uh, we drafted a couple of weeks ago.
2: And, and, but you, have you played in this type of format before?
3: No, no. It's the first year for this league.
2: Oh, it's the first year for this league. and had you, you, But you've played fantasy for years then, right? A couple of years, yes. A couple of years. And so when he said one point per rushing attempt, what did you say to it? I said, okay,
1: I'll give it a
3: shot.
1: That's all right. I can already tell, uh, you know, been, this couple of years he's uh, done the fantasy league and uh, the one point uh, per rushing attempt, you know, that is kind of odd uh but, but you know what you know uh, you, that's okay your uh uh your question You you have three that you need uh you got three that I'll are early more and you know.
3: now I've got three bench spots uh for backup wide receivers we we start three wide receivers these are my three backups that was uh just drafted late to cover bye weeks but um I'm just gonna go ahead and drop two out of the three uh, yeah yeah keep I more. Be able to cover my keep more okay keep yeah. in areas
2: more. Okay. Mike, do you disagree, Mike? Do you, do you say keep Curly or what do you what do you say? who was who the
1: third guy in the oh, Yeah, Lafell No, I love Moore. I, I like the keeping of Moore and who was the third one? It was Lafell. LaFell and Curly, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you um, keep you keep uh, Daenerys Moore here. You keep Denarius Moore. He was a you know, arguably Darius hayward Bay was still there uh last year and and he's really starting to come into his own. Look, they got quarterback problems. We're gonna talk about Terrell Friday tonight because that offense,
4: the coaching staff, really wants to get Terrell Pryor involved in that uh, as a quarterback. And, and I don't him, Mike, they actually – they're going to cater the offense a little bit, but this is Greg Olson's awesome time
2: uh, at Oakland. And, and you have
4: to give him a chance to get Terrell Pryor on the field. It, everybody's talking about who the next Russell will
1: I wish you luck in that league, and uh, I would definitely, uh, you know, ask around as far as the uh, different owners about the uh, one point per rushing. Uh, you know, I would really just kind of look into look into that and say, hey, you know, wh- what's this all about? Right. Right. Well, uh yeah. I
3: was just uh, checking out the settings page here just to verify, but yeah, uh, scoring settings. It is definitely rushing attempts, one point per rushing attempt. And one point for ten yards.
1: Interesting. You know, that's pretty interesting. I mean, you know, it's just kinda of out of the ordinary from what I'm used to dealing with. But uh, you know, hey, you know, I guess different leagues, different situations, but uh definitely uh definitely uh, definitely look into it. All
3: right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and before you
4: go, uh
3: mm-hmm. you
4: cards we've got two cards or I
3: can I'm having a little trouble understanding
1: you. Scott, you're breaking up really bad right now.
2: Okay,
1: uh, well, Go ahead. Take it over here. Let me get let uh, uh, that's no problem. Uh so uh from Alabama, so you got ten teams, uh is it ten teams in the lead? Yes. Okay, well cool. Uh sounds like you got a nice little foundation. Uh is it uh guys that you uh you know, work with or uh just kinda hang around with or what?
3: About half I work with; the other half I, I don't really know them.
1: Well, sure. I, you know, I tell you what, come uh, waiver wire and uh, waiver wire and trade times, you're getting ready to know them, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, I kind of uh, loaded up on running backs, and some of the guys are starting to chat. They're like, why are these projections so high? And I'm thinking to myself, well, it's one-point progression attempt. You've nearly, you know. Doubled or tripled the value of the running backs <laughs> right. in the game. Right. So,
1: what's your uh, starting uh, starting lineup requirement? Is it uh, one running back uh, or
3: two running backs
1: and a and a flex? Okay. All
4: right, all right. I'm back. I'm back. Do, do I sound right. do I sound better now? So, yes. So you start. Lead. Lead. Okay. All right. Well, Jason. I, I'm just jumping into the conversation here, Mike. Thank you for uh, thank you for holding that down. Oh, can you hear me okay?
3: Yes, I can yeah. hear you great.
4: Good, good. Okay. So, look, uh, look I love the Den- Denarius Moore. He'll be a nice bench player for you. But we have a prize to give you for calling in tonight. So, go ahead and give us um, the, the prize of the Mock Draft World Championship. It's an entry into the free Mock Draft World Championship we have on our website. You go to mockdraftnow.com. And enter the code cards or cats. Which code do you want to enter? In, cards or cats? Cash. That's who's Okay, another wildcat. Okay, enter the code <laughs> CATS for a free mock draft world championship team, Jason. Thank you for calling Red vs Blue, man. Good luck. Good luck in that league. Thanks a lot. All right, that hey. is one crazy league. Don't draft Darren Sproles in that league, right? Don't draft yeah. Darren Sproles. It's a one. One point per rushing yard, or, or one point per rushing attempt. He's going to get sixty-seven rushing attempts this year, probably if he's if he's lucky. Uh, whereas these guys will get three hundred uh, carries. So, yeah, I guess what? I guess I got a little case of the crappy phone syndrome tonight, huh?
1: Oh, Tuesday, my friend. Now, it wasn't a phone, by the way. We don't. I don't use phones uh,
4: oh, anymore. Well, cool.
1: I, I use internet connections,
4: man. Uh, Skype. Uh, Skype let me <laughs> down, so we are. Uh, we are now wiring, and we are we are now doing it Brandenburg style with uh, with cell phones. That's so,
1: that, that's what, that's hey, much... by the way, by the way, I really love that picture you posted on Facebook. That was awesome. That was freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah,
4: what Wayne Ellis took that? Or no, maybe it was we were standing with Wayne and Ralph Berryman, and Ralph took that picture. Yeah, and I. Uh, I should have I should have ta- I should have assumed the choking position. That's what I should have. That would have been a much better picture, you know, because that's how I feel
1: when you're experiencing those crappy cell phone issues, man. Your your facial expression told all, and I was trying to be goofy, which I don't need to try to be goofy. It just kind of works out itself. But it's your facial expression and me trying to be goofy. Oh, it was awesome. Loved it. Giovanni Bernard, rookie for the Bengals, the running back,
4: finished the preseason with three one-yard touchdowns. Uh, three Ooh. one-yard touchdowns, Mike. Uh, that's a little surprising because we didn't think he was going to be used in this manner. But look, if he can get, a, if he can, if they're going to use him in that manner, as well as getting him that the ten to fifteen touches per game, you know, the four or five catches and the the eight to ten carries, you know, like that, that's what they want to do. If he's going to yeah, do think- that he's going to score 14 to 15 points, you know, every week. Uh, and with 20 point upside with real, you know, if he gets a little bit of a bigger load. So would you take Giovanni Bernard in the fourth round or is that too high? Because there's some pretty good wide receivers on the board at that point.
1: Well, you know, it depends because uh, probably at that point, you're going to be thinking about uh, just mailing your wide receivers because you've already hit a couple running backs. Uh, so, You know, the fact that he's done what he's doing as far as uh, goal line and uh, red zone, uh, you know, that's impressive, but does that move him up? I'm not so sure.
4: Quentin Patton, for the rookie uh, 49er wide receiver, caught a couple of passes for 52 yards and a touchdown in the preseason finale for the Niners the other night. Uh, Patton started opposite Marlon Moore uh, with Bolden getting the night off. Now, Mike, Quentin Patton to me maybe is like one of those cash and cash guys, right? I mean, a nice little 20th round guy. There's the draft is drying up. There's not a lot left, and you're trying to figure out. And look, these these other drafts that I was in, the, I was in a classic the other night, man. It's like a rip canal, man. A 14 teamers, those are just brutal, brutal. Yeah. There's a 12 teamer so much more fun, you know. The 14 teamer, you just got to be ready to work and get your lunch, get your lunch pail out and go to work, man. Because 14 teamers. Especially in the the high stakes world, with all, where everybody knows your, you know, everybody name you know in the draft room. I mean, I'm drafting against Joe Jefferson and and Chad Schroeder and Eddie Gillis and just name after name after name. Uh, Marquino, you know, you're not going to catch any breaks there. By the time you're in the 20th round, you're lucky to get a guy like Quentin Patton. So he, he's flashing a little bit here in the preseason. Just, I'm just saying, keep your eye on Quentin Patton because. There's nothing to say that if Anquan Bolden goes down, obviously Vernon Davis's value goes way up, Gore's value goes
1: up, but maybe a guy like a Quentin Patton could step in and make a few plays. Yeah, and, you know, one thing to do, especially in those 14 teamers, uh, which we've been a part of uh, one uh, ourselves, you know, the thing to do is just, you know, just figure out those guys – once you go through the 12-teamers is figure out those guys that didn't get drafted, put those in your back pocket and say, okay, I want to make sure I get them in the 14-teamers. And then once all everything is said and done is just remember, you know, those five or six names, those five or six guys that did not get drafted and uh, say, you know, this guy might work out. I mean, there might be stretches. I mean, you know, when you're talking that many rounds, And that many teams, especially 14 teams, you're talking about a lot of players. But then again, at the end of the day, come week one, two, or after week one or two, those players will be inserted. There will be waiver-wire pickups.
3: There's a story on Roto-World. This
4: is Scott Atkins and Michael Trent on the Red vs. Blue show, uh, brought to you by SFToolbox.com, home of the Fantasy Football World Championships and Roto Bowl and the Mock Draft World Championship. We've got a little bit of everything for everybody at all different price points. Jonathan Dwyer, uh, there's a story here. I want to read this to you. The story says ESPN expects Dwyer to get his share of the carries while Le'Veon Bell is sidelined. That sounds like a non-story. ESPN expects and why are they expecting? And why is that newsworthy to put on my newsfeed? What does it matter what they expect? You know, I just I just don't get some of these stories. We scroll through, and you're like, "Oh, Dwyer! Oh, I got I got to bump Dwyer." I, you know what I'm saying? What? ESPN expects Jonathan Dwyer to get his share of the carries.
1: What kind of a news story is that? That's uh, well, it's not. I mean, we all know it's going to happen, but you know, it's that's not really newsworthy. No, no, it's not. Now, here's a
4: story that I think is newsworthy, and I want to ask you, we do this little thing, Ben and I on the uh, Google Hangout, right? We do the uh, the weekly in-the-box, the box-on-the-air uh, box uh, segment at the, on the Google Hangouts for FF Toolbox. We do that every Thursday. You can catch us on Google Plus at 3 o'clock Eastern. Uh, every Thursday, 3 o'clock Eastern, getting you ready for your games, Ben Standing and I from FF Toolbox, we get together and we do the Google Hangouts as part of the FF Central community. And we did a big draft. We'll talk about that here later. But we talked about the Brandon Marshall story. And Brandon Marshall, right, I mean, he confirmed that he'll play week one, but he said something like, uh, you know, the team is not taking my injury, my hip surgery, my hip injuries seriously enough. Now, uh, I don't like hearing that from a wide receiver, especially a wide receiver that I'm going to be drafting at the end of the first round. I don't want to hear any drama coming from my first receiver except drama that says, hey, I'm going to catch 20 touchdowns. You know, I don't mind a, uh, some kind of drama like that. I don't mind a guarantee here and there. But don't come and tell me that you're worried, uh, you're, you're, you're a little upset about how the team is not taking your injury seriously
5: enough. That sounds like no, a little that, more
1: old Brandon Marshall resurfacing. That, that sounds like a... That sounds like a person, uh I don't care if it's Brandon Marshall, Joey Botto, uh, uh whoever. It sounds like a person that uh is not driven to succeed. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm a little uh I'm a little upset about the, that Brandon Marshall. And you know what? Look, he's had this surgery before, he has he comes back, he looks fine. Uh it didn't look like it hurt him much in that preseason game where he got six catches in the test. You know, it's not that big of a deal, but at the end of the day I just don't like seeing it and Look, Julio Jones is there. Uh you've got other options. Uh I would I would draft a Julio Jones before a Brandon Marshall. I just would. That's just me. I'm drafting Des Bryant, Julio Jones, well, it, AJ Green, probably Demarius Thomas, maybe, maybe. And then Brandon Marshall. Just because I, I think last year was his is is his big year. And will he do it again? Probably. You know, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with him. But I'm just I, – I like to move on, it seems like. You know, from year to year, if I draft somebody last year, do I really think that guy is going to be the guy this year? Well, except for Adrian Peterson, right? I mean, I think that about Adrian Peterson, but I'm still going to draft him anyway. You know, he'll still probably be the number one back in the league. But, And I don't want to get carried away, but at the end of the day, I, I think I would just prefer Julio over Marshall. What about the chat room? Mike, you answer the question. What about the chat room? I see Kurt Kekas, I see
1: Rambo, I see Tad, Packer, Marshall or Julio. Put it in the chat room. Mike, go ahead. Yeah, you know what? Right now uh, I would go with uh, – I probably would go with Brandon. I really would. I, I, I'd i probably go with Brandon Marshall right now above Julio. Just because, you know, he, he is the mainstay. He is the main guy uh, there. And uh, Julio, there's going to be so many uh, – you know, it just seems to me there's going to be a lot more options. So, but mm-hmm. I, I, you know, that's just me. Yeah.
4: Another story that I think everybody needs to pay attention to is the Brent Selleck story that was on Roto-World uh, a couple of days ago. And, look, a lot of us for a while here have been thinking that Brent Selleck was not going to be involved very much. Uh, he was going to be involved as a blocking tight end, and they were still going to use it. But what they're saying, is, let, me read, let me read the headline. It's reportedly clear that Brent Selleck is, quote, going to be a big part of the Eagles' passing game. And it goes on to talk about when they installed the offense. It looked like Selleck would be a blocker and a run-heavy offense, but throughout camp he's been involved in the passing game. Uh, Okay, here's the takeaway from this story, Mike. You ready? Chip Kelly has an offense that he's installing that is going to put a, a certain amount of plays on the field. They're talking, and again, I'm not so convinced that this Chip Kelly offense is going to be revolutionary. Right? I don't know. But all I can hear is about what they say and what all the people close to the team say. They think that the offense will be on the same par with the number of snaps that the Broncos, the Patriots, and the Lions are putting out there right now. So, Mike, if that's the case, and you have Deshaun Jackson and Riley Cooper and Uh Demarion Johnson and Aurelius Ben and LaShawn McCoy, and Rice Brown, and Brent Selleck, and Zachary, that's about it, right? That's the team. If they have that many plays, there's a lot of balls to go around, and I'm I'm thinking that Brent Selleck makes a lot of sense for a tight end two after you've already got your tight end one, later in the draft, grabbing a tight end two. When you're thinking about, you've got a lot of names here. You've got these uh, Martellus Bennett, Tyler Eifert, uh, Ed Dixon's, uh, who, I, who I'm actually climbing up on, Ed Dixon, I'm climbing up, don't no sleep on Ed Dixon, Julius Thomas, uh, Kobe Fleener, I've been talking about Fleener for a while. When you're trying to pick between these guys, I'm just saying, consider Brent Selleck. Uh,
1: you know, Scott, I, I wouldn't. Uh, the only reason I say that is because everything that I had heard was Brent Selleck was going to be the perfect blocking back. You know, it, 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 in tight end situations, Brent Selleck is the perfect walking back. He so I'm 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 with Zach Ertz uh before uh Brent Selling, to be honest with you. Wow. Okay. All right. Well you know how we feel. We it's we're well documented about um well documented about it, what
4: we feel about Zach Zach Ertz, the big six five power forward like out there. Um <sighs> Okay, so we, we've got that story. Now, you know, there's also um, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, the the Jonathan Stewart news is out. Everybody's kind of known this for a while, that he was not going to be ready and was going to be put on the puff. Uh, and Jonathan, and Daniel Williams will get the bulk of those carries uh, while Stewart, with the ankles, when, while he's out. Now, I am really climbing on old Kenyon burner. Now, this is the kid. Uh, I'm going to post a link to the sports science video on in YouTube. Uh, the sports science video on YouTube is right there for you guys to watch after the show on Kenyon Barner. If you have not seen it, it's a must-see. Um, but this is this is the type of uh, guy, Mike, that can be a fresher approach than D'Angelo Williams. Cam Newton's going to really lead the team. He's going to take it. I'm not drafting D'Angelo Williams unless I'm really desperate at running back, and I really waited, you know, on running back. I, I'm not going to do it. But, uh-huh. I like Kenyon Barner in the 18th, 19th, 20th round range. Take a running back flyer on him, and what's Something that happens to D-Will? Okay, is it going to be Mike Colbert? Maybe, but I, I like this Kenyon Barner kid.
1: Yeah, i tell you what, Scott. I was able to get him in a, uh, in a dynasty league, redraft, uh, PDFFL. Uh, I was able to get him uh, quick, and, you know, I, I was all over him. Uh, I loved his situation. Uh, I You know, I wasn't expecting the injury to uh, Stewart, but uh, I love the situation uh, and I love the spot that he's going to be in. He's going to eventually be the guy in that uh, in that spot Uh, this year. I don't know. You know, he he, he definitely will get some touches.
4: Yep. Two packer in the chat room. Mike says, "What happened to Mike in Kentucky?" Sunday after I turned in my team sheet, I went to find him to introduce myself and say hi. And poof, he was gone.
3: (laughs) Hmm.
4: No, I was around. There are people just having a hard time getting into blog talk today. It's uh, it's a not a good situation. Open field ahead, why can't I get blog talk radio to work today? They're having a lot of server issues. That's too bad. That's too bad. Make sure you guys come back, and you can catch the Google Hangout that we did on Thursday. You can find that on the Google Plus Hangout, uh, part of the FF Central community. I want to talk about high stakes for a second. I was, in the, um, I was in the Classic draft the other night, and, you know, that's one of those drafts that's just very tough, 14 teamers. Uh, you have to let one of your positions go in that format. You just have to. You just have to let one of those positions go. I was talking to Dave Hubbard the other day, and he said the same thing. He said, "I'm going to give you. I'm, I'm going to tell you, man. You got to just let one of them go." He's had a lot of luck in that, and you know I haven't, Mike. I, I'm always right there. I'm like, I'm like the uh, yeah. always the bridesmaid, never the bride in the NFFC classics, and you know I'm always right there, but I'm never good enough. And that's uh, a tough one. Yeah, he so said, just let one of your positions go, man. You can't you can't have it all like you have it in the 12-teamers. You can't have it all. You know, and I want it all. You always want to try to grab everything you can. Uh, but I want to read you my team in the NFFC Classic. You tell me how you think I did, okay? All right. I'm going to read you my team. This is the NFFC Classic League uh, that I drafted last night. It's a young, young team, okay? I, I went for that magic U word. I went for upside. Uh, Russell Wilson is real prior quarterback. I I actually passed on Tony Romo. I used the entire clock to think about it, and I decided that my wide receivers needed some work. Now, that is anti what uh, David Hubbard tried to teach me. (laughs) But I said, I'm going to let my quarterback, I'm not going to try to get the best quarterback here in Romo. I'm already not not the top guy as a quarterback. I'm going to let it go to, to Russell Wilson. So I decided to beef up my wide receiver core a little bit, with a high upside guy like DeAndre Hopkins, especially if Andre Johnson goes down, you'll be very happy that you have him on your team. But my running backs are Aaron Foster, who I said I would never draft. He fell to 110, and I and I just didn't – I took him over Forte. It was Foster or Forte, and I took Aaron Foster. So the name of my team – is the Rumors of My Demise. That's the name of my team, the Rumors of My Demise, because Arian Foster, if I'm going to win in this league, it has to be because of Arian Foster stays healthy because I did not back him up with Ben Tate, and I would never back him up with Ben. That's one of the reasons I don't want to draft Arian Foster is because I don't want to spend that out of a pick on Ben Tate. But my running backs are Arian Foster, Eddie Lacy, Giovanni Bernard, and I got a couple of other guys, you know. Uh, well, no, just one other guy, Jonathan Dwyer, that's it. I only drafted four running backs. My wide receivers are Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon, Michael Floyd, DeAndre Hopkins, Cordero Patterson, Quentin Patton, Robert
0: Woods.
4: (laughs) I took a a supreme upside in Demarius, obviously Demarius, Josh Gordon. I really reached for Josh Gordon, but I really wanted him. And Michael Floyd. Uh, who I, um, of course, I've been documented i have been very high on. But I took Josh Gordon in the fifth round, Mike. I could have had James Jones. I could have had Mike Wallace. I could have had T.Y. Hilton. Those are other guys that I was kind of kicking around. I was like, you know what, all i got to do is survive two weeks, and I'll have Josh Gordon as my number two. I'm okay with that. Then I came back with Michael Floyd over uh, the Kenbro Tompkins, which I've been grabbing Kenbro a lot. You know, I grabbed him in Kentucky a lot, so I figured I'd, I'd lay off a little bit. Then I got my tight end into Michael Finley in the seventh. Uh, I backed up, back him up with Kobe Fleer and Ed Dixon. I have three quarterbacks there. That is pretty much the classic team. So uh, yeah, it's a young, young team with a lot of young guys. It was a, it was a working. Look, it's hard, man. It's hard to get a good team in the 14 teamer dude. It's tough unless your name is well, Chad Schroeder.
5: Well,
4: you're not getting. You're not. Look, he had. I have a bone to pick with Chad Schroeder. This guy, this guy had uh, Trent Richardson. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys ready for this? Chad Schroeder's like a lucky rabbit's foot, man. He's like a lucky rabbit's foot. He had Jamal Charles fall to him at the 1-8. Now, how does Chad Schroeder get Jamal Charles to fall to him
1: at the 1-8? Well,
3: I, then,
5: then well, hold on, hold
1: on. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, uh, you know, apparently everybody loved uh, Ray Rice and LaShawn McCoy right, right in front of me. Yeah, yeah,
4: that's what they did because they thought they had no chance at Charles, so they they got attached to
1: him and they didn't realize that Jamal
4: Charles was still sitting there on the freaking board. One eight. Yeah. So the guy that's at one eight is Jamal Charles, right? The guy at one nine says, Hey, I'll take Dev Bryant. That's who I wanted after that, right? So I get stuck with the more with the Foster, Forte or Lynch decision. Uh and I chose Arian Foster, okay? So and then in the second round I chose Demarius over Reggie Bush, because if you don't get that wide receiver one there, you're going to be starting Randall Cobber-Amandola and as your wide receiver one. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go running back. So I took Eddie Lacy in the third, Demarius over Reggie Bush, and then Eddie Lacy in the third because running backs just dry up. You get in the fifth, sixth, and seventh <laughs> rounds, your your choices are Ryan Matthews, Monty Ball, D. Willow, yeah. Mendenhall. I didn't want any of those guys. I wanted three, team, three running backs in my first four picks, and I got them. I got Foster, Lacy, Bernard. Demarius, Gordon, Floyd, Hopkins, Finley, Russell, Wilson, and I roll with that team. We'll see what happens. Now, my next team, I want I want to talk about because again, this is all strategy. We get to, we get into breaking down these teams. We get to understand how to win and how to do better. I, I made some mistakes there. If you if you think about the, you know the Giovanni Bernard situation, I could have probably passed on that and taken a wide receiver there, and I would have probably felt a little bit better. And I probably would have taken Tony Romo at that point. Things would probably up a little bit. This league, and again, fourteen teamers. They're not going to sound as good, Mister Two Packer. Uh, fourteen teams.
1: <laughs> well, That's a twelve well, teamer. I
4: mean, a twelve teamer that I posted on Facebook. Okay, there's a difference between twelve teams and fourteen. There's two extra guys every round. Five rounds of ten guys. Okay. Here's the here's the team from the other night. Another classic team from the NFFC. We started off the draft at one twelve with Marshawn Lynch. Then I came back with Brandon Marshall. When we already dogged Brandon Marshall, right? I, I said I would have taken Julio, but when push came to sub, I took Marshall. Uh, then okay. I came back at 3-3, three, three, Mikey, David Wilson, baby. There you <laughs> go. Lynch and Wilson are my running backs. My my wide receivers are Marshall, Nix, kimbrough Tompkins, Reuben Randall, Ryan Boyles, Jeremy Curley, Quentin Patton. My tight ends are Vernon Davis, Zach Sunfield, and Julius Thomas. And my quarterbacks are Colin Kaepernick and Ben Roethlisberger.
1: Kaepernick and Ben. Huh. What do you think? Well, push off, i tell you what, this uh, uh, Zuckfield, I mean, tight end, I, I think that's, that's a nice pick because I'm not a believer in Vernon Davis right now, but I really, really love that team you're talking about with the uh, – having Lynch and uh, David Wilson, I mean, they are solidified, especially after the injury to Andre Brown. But yeah. Uh, well,
4: yeah, when you look back at it, I took Vernon Davis. I may have passed on that. We have seen him produce before. I could have taken a Decker there or, I don't know, a Deshaun Jackson, James Jones. I'm not really I, – I decided, you know what, I'm going to get the tight end, get it out of the way. He does have very uh, – you know, the ceiling is off the charts with Vernon Davis, and I've got Colin Kaepernick. So, if this connection is – as lethal as they say it is, I'm going to be okay with Vernon Davis and Colin Kaepernick. So I'll take that team. Now, that's a 14-team classic. Um, and I did back up Hakeem Nix with Ruben Randall because, look, if you draft Hakeem Nix, you've got to take Ruben Randall. It's just, a, it's just a something you have to do. The final team yeah. we're going to look at is the primetime team, Mike. The primetime is the 12-team draft, very similar to our fantasy football world championship in Roto Bowl. 12-team draft, and I drew the 6-pick. And in the sixth pick, I was hoping for Trent Richardson. Uh, he went at number four. Charles went at five, and so I took CJ
3: Spiller.
1: So CJ Spiller. What's that? I said I knew it. I, I, yeah. I knew you were going to take Spiller. Sixth pick. Notice, yeah, yeah. Big fantasy, CJ Spiller.
4: Uh, at two seven, I came back and took Reggie Bush over Chris Johnson.
1: Wow. I, took, I took Reggie
4: Bush over Chris Johnson because I do think he's going to catch at least 90 balls this year if he stays healthy. And, again, yeah, Chris Johnson is kind of an up-and-down guy. He's going to have big weeks, and he's going to have turns. Uh, yep. And then the third round, Randall Cobb or Roddy White was there. I took Randall Cobb. So I took Spiller, Reggie Bush, Randall Cobb.
3: The fourth okay. round,
4: I got my boy, Giovanni Bernard, right, like always, Giovanni Bernard. Then I okay. came back with Nick Hilton, Golden Tate, Colin Kaepernick, Blackman, and Randall. Dude. you like that team? Who's your you tight like that team?
0: And your I tight got Dwight
4: Bell on the eleventh as my RB four.
0: Uh Who's my ends
4: are Kobe Fleener, Brent Selleck, and Ed Dixon. That's the where the uh I had to let something go. That's kind of what I let go. Kobe yeah, Fleener, yeah. Brent Selleck, and Ed Dixon. However, I I won't mention this about Ed Dixon. They're saying that he looks as electric, the word was electric, the coaching staff used the word electric, uh, as Whoa. he did before the injury. So, remember, Mike, as soon as Pena went down, everybody's, uh, the Dixon stock went way up, remember? Then he got injured and everybody's way off of him and they just quit touching him. Well That's why you have to be really relevant in the now. And in the now, Dixon injury's kind of a thing in the past. So, who's, Flacco going to throw to when he's panicked and he has to make a play. I agree, Toy Smith. Toy Smith's going to get some balls this year. He's probably going to have his best year of his career. I don't think anybody disagrees with that, right?
1: Right.
4: And Tori, where Toy Smith is going, it's it's probably you can call that value. I mean, he's a fifth-round wide receiver right now. Let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Okay. Hmm. The 23rd wide receiver off the board was Torrey Smith, Mike. I'm trying to ded- – I think that's value because, look, here's a guy that was in the top 25 last year, wasn't he? Where was he? Let's see, where was Torrey? Oh, 30th. Okay, he was the 30th best. So all we're asking for is what's the difference between 30th and 23rd? 183 to – one. Well, all we're asking for is 13 more points out of Torrey Smith to justify that spot.
1: I'll be, honest. you know, Scott. I, I'm looking at all three of your teams right now that you've uh, rattled off, and uh, you know, the first team, like you said, is 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 pretty young, pretty young. Uh, the second team, I really like with the uh, Lynch, David Wilson, Brandon uh-huh. Marshall, uh-huh. uh You the tight ends. Uh, the third team, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it's you know. It's running back heavy and wide receiver heavy, but there's no tight end. I really like that second team with Lynch, Marshall, Wilson, Hakeem. Uh, and, and the- you don't like
4: my tight ends, huh? I mean, I could have I taken a, there's a lot of guys there. Yeah, okay, all right, well, you don't like my tight ends. I believe my tight ends are going to be fine. Kaepernick is going to be my starter. My running back are Stiller, Bush, and Bernard, along with Joy Bell. I love Joy Bell. Jake Bell is on the verge. He is one Reggie Bush stub toe away from being a star in this league. Mark my words, Joike Bell will be a star in this league if Reggie Bush goes. And he is the undisputed number two running back right now in Detroit. You knew that, right, Mike? Woo! Yay! Yeah. Yeah, Joey Bell is, is, is a star waiting to happen if Reggie – and so he makes perfect sense to a, to handcuff him. I handcuffed Reggie Bush, and I handcuffed Hakeem Nix with Reuben Randall. Plus, I got Justin Blackman as my wide receiver five when he gets healthy. So I'm going to start Tate, Good. Hilton, Nix, Cobb, any of those guys. I can start three of those four.
1: I can start Burrow okay. right
4: now if I want, but I won't. I, I I probably will sit him in week
1: one against Chicago. So wow. – you know, I, I gotta ask a question. Is it a good thing and this might be stupid a question, but I'm gonna ask it. Is it a good thing to handcuff wide receivers instead of running backs? Or I don't
4: know. Well there's there
1: there's only a couple
4: that you can really
1: handcuff, Mike.
4: Uh Nick's is one of those guys that Ruben Randall makes a perfect handcuff. Uh by the way, we're sorry for all the audio problems in the chat. It's LA Blog Talk is having problems tonight. Uh, we're very sorry that that's, uh, that's occurring. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins is another wide receiver that you can and probably should handcuff Andre Johnson. Look, if you're counting on Andre to be your number one, why not spin the pick? Why not spin the pick? I mean, you nice ninth or tenth You could be, yeah, be taking good, Dennis uh, Hayward Bay Sydney Sidney Rice. Take DeAndre Hopkins and lock up your number one.
1: Yeah, that's what we did with uh, Andre Johnson. Uh, we drafted Andre Johnson in Kentucky and uh, came back with uh, uh, Hopkins. Absolutely. That, that's why I was yeah. asking the question. I mean, it's it's becoming uh, the point in time now with it being so fast, happy that maybe there, there's such such thing as a handcuff for wide receivers, and we're
4: we're going to take a call from the 818. 818, you're on with Scott and Mike. What's your name and what's your question?
0: Yo, Scott, it's Mark Deming.
4: What's up, dude? How's How it going, man?
0: Let's talk okay. some fantasy. Uh,
4: yeah, man, it's good to, good to hear from you. We're going to see you out in Vegas, right, Mark Deming? Uh, number four ranked player in the world here, so I don't want to prop you up too much. Got to get you back in the scene, man. I'm not
0: seeing your name pop up on any of these leaderboards this year. Where is your day? Are you playing in any contest this year? Uh, you know, I, I I play against. I drafted next to you, I believe, last weekend, in a very competitive draft in the Kentucky. Oh,
3: that's right.
0: Yeah,
4: Mark was Mark was drafting on the phone, Mike, in the big payback, yep. $1,000 entry fee, big payback league in Kentucky. He was drafting on the phone, and you know, yep. we had talked. We had we had talked before. You know, he knew who I liked. He knew who I he knew I liked Bernard, right? And and I think you told me you liked Hilton. I think right.
0: Yeah, we like, we, uh, we got each other's guys. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, he's drafting, and boom, he burns me on Bernard, which is fine. I had three running backs already. Uh, and then I come back and burned you on him. So I, I, that felt good.
0: Yeah, it, it was a competitive draft. After doing that, uh, at the next draft I did, I, I really liked the outcome. So it's always good to do those competitive drafts.
4: Well, Mark, you've won a lot of money in High State Saints so. football. Well, by the way, Mark and Mike, have you guys met
1: Mike, meet Mark?
0: Hi, Mike. Well, how you doing, Mark? Yeah, I think we talked. We talked once before. How are you?
1: Yeah, yeah, we have talked, and uh, it's good to hear your voice, man. Everything going well?
0: Yeah. How about you? Awesome, awesome.
1: Uh, what, what What do you got in store this year?
0: Uh, man, you know, I, I like going against the against the grain, so I, I like the wide receivers. I know everybody's on the running backs. So I'm, I'm on the. I'm on getting as many top-notch wide receivers as possible. There you go, well, right. that, that makes a lot
4: of sense. Look, if you if you were if you're in the back end of the draft, uh, you could take maybe maybe a Calvin falls too, but then you're starting Des Bryant. Maybe you come back with an uh, AJ Green or Demarius Thomas, and you're saying you just keep firing away. Or when you when are you going to take that plunge on a running back, dude? I mean, because in the third round, uh, you could be finding yourself uh, with a Demarco Murray, maybe an Eddie Lacy.
0: Any of those guys start to you know resonate? You want them on your team, or do you just want to keep firing? Yeah, I mean, and prior to last night, you could grab David Wilson in the third round, but that's going to change. Yeah, that's so over. that was those kinda, days are uh, over. The last draft I did, it was on Monday. I, I went uh, Calvin Demarius, David Wilson, th- first three picks. Very nice. So yeah, see, it, now you,
4: now you can now you can uh, stream that RB two for the rest of the year probably, and just you know dominate at the at the one and
0: two wide receivers. Yeah, that's why that's why I like Geo in Cincinnati, because I think he's going to be a solid number, two. He's going to catch his three to five passes a game. He's in a, That's what I'm uh, saying.
5: That's what I've
4: been trying to tell yeah. you guys, man. Thank you. Finally. Yeah, John,
0: John Gruden <laughs> gave it away on one of the telecasts, because his brother is a coordinator, so he basically spilled the beans. It was like they got Geo to catch passes, and they think he can be the breakthrough player in the offense, and he was the first running back taken in the draft, so... Sometimes just gotta I've been grabbing him
4: in the fourth round everywhere I can get him. I love the fact that I can get a Gio Bernard as my RB two or three in the fourth round. Yeah, and you're just locking in PPR points. He's going to catch three, four, five balls a game.
0: Yeah, he's not going to kill it, but he's going to be depending on your strategy. He's a very safe number two. You know, he'll get you your twelve to fifteen every week, and then he definitely has some upside. I think that hey, Mark. he's going to be making hey, some not,
1: some plays. Uh, some- one to talk about is uh you know eddie lacy uh, you know he just continues to go up the board because of obviously dewan harrison uh his situation i mean how far does he uh, has he gone off the board
0: in in either one of y'all's opinions uh I, I did a draft on monday he went early in the fourth round so yeah. that you know yeah. the the rookies coming into the league it's an impressive bunch you you know between. Uh, Bernard and Lacey and uh, Monty Ball could be, the, could be the guy, maybe not right away. But right. If, you, if you watch the film, I would never have Ronnie Hillman as my starting running back. And that's just got to be uh-huh. evident from from the film that they've, you know, when he dropped the ball in Seattle in a crucial moment going into the end zone, Manning gave him the look, like the, the stare of death. And if you know, like mean Mark- you remember days Manning in the Colt days. If you drop a pass, he gives you the stare oh, pass. Yeah. He, you don't see the rock again. And I'm pretty no. sure that he's voicing his opinion. I don't want Hillman as our back.
4: Yeah. Oh, it is. It's coming from him. He thinks he's a. He thinks he's a mess right now. Uh, Mark,
0: do you want to take? You want to take some calls real quick? We got some
4: callers on the switchboard here. Let's let's take one from the seven three four. What's your name? Where you from? And you're on with Scott, Mike, and uh, Mark Deming, number four player in the world. Hello. How you
5: doing? Is this? Am I talking to you guys? You are man. You're live. Seven three four. Where do where, where is it? What seven three four? Yeah, five zero five zero two two four. Or, you know, but no, I'm from Michigan, uh, Westland, Michigan, uh, about thirty miles outside of Detroit. I was on, I always get on your website or the fantasy tool box and uh, do the settings and everything. And uh, I was looking through and I seen the phone number and I called and I've been listening. to You guys just a little bit about Death Bryant and all that. Who's on my team, but.
4: So you've already but, uh, had your draft, or you're getting ready for your draft?
5: Nope. Well, I had one draft that uh, I've been doing since 1988. Your guys would really like this. Been <laughs> doing it since 1988 when Neil Anderson played for the Chicago Bears after Walter <laughs> Payton retired. We have 24 teams, and we actually have one side that play has 12, and there's another side that has 12, and we actually go 17 weeks in the season. And then what happens is we don't see that other side into the actual Super Bowl, and what happens is that we have a fifteen teams we have fifteen players on our team, and there's no fifteen rounds that'd be fifteen players. and what we do is uh we only have twelve add and drops for the whole year, so we got to manage our teams. that's with wow. trades and transactions and when it when it comes playoff time, because we have three divisions of four. You know, and then the other side does the same thing, but we don't see that other side. And what happens is the top two division winners get buys like the NFL. Then you got the third division winner that plays the top wild card. And what we do when it comes, and what we do when it comes playoff time, we get to hang on to the best record gets the first pick in each round, and basically you get to hang on to uh, uh, up to three players from your original roster, but you actually. Uh, you actually lose a pick in each round, but basically when you go into the playoffs, you could be a last seed barely making it, but if you got somebody good on your team, you could hang on to up to three people, and what happens in the Super Bowl, we go through the playoffs, each round of the playoffs, just like the NFL, and it's, it's, it's really great, and when it comes to the Super Bowl, on the other side, when we meet that other team, we flip a coin. Whoever wins it, because we can't have the same players, so we flip a coin, and uh, whoever wins a toss, uh, coin toss can either get the first pick or he can defer and get the next two. And then it goes back and forth. And we actually do fantasy in the real Super Bowl. And we've been doing it since uh, Neil Anderson. And uh, the. Uh, if people remember, the Philadelphia Eagles, New Orleans Saints, were great defenses in our point system. I hate to take up your guys' time if you don't mind listening. I appreciate it. But what oh, happens a great is story? didn't have – We didn't have computers back then. Back in 88, there wasn't computers, so it was the USA Today. And what happens is uh, people don't remember this, but football used to be played um, on that Sunday before Labor Day. You used to actually have that Monday off, and we would go through the paper and uh, check out our scores.
1: Yes, I do
5: And what we do is we do a – Touchdown league because it was too confusing There wasn't all this points that goes on So basically our point system goes Six points for a touchdown For a receiver If anything's rushed or received in end zone Six points and for the rushing And receiving yards it's two points Every hundred yards and then two points After that unlimited And for a quarterback it's three hundred yards Two points Or no a touchdown pass is four points For a quarterback and then it's two points for 300 yards, and then it's an additional two points every 50 yards after that. And then for our defense, and what we do is we have one quarterback, two uh, running backs, three receivers, and we don't have a tight end. And or you can have one for a receiver, but then we have a kicker and a defense. And our defense basically goes by uh, uh, an interception return for a touchdown. Basically, a shutout. If your defense shuts out a team, you get six wow. points. Or if you uh, get an interception or a fumble return, you know for a touchdown, a defensive touchdown. That's how we work because there was no computers back then, and we've been doing wow. it to this day.
4: Mark, you hear a lot of you hear a lot of stories, and you hear a lot of a, a lot of league formats. Earlier today in the program, we had a caller who got one point for every rushing attempt. Uh, the standard format in the high stakes world is basically PPR. Do you have any Do you have any funny league uh, history stories like this guy?
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny because I played my first year was '87, so I can relate to what he's talking about in the newspaper and uh, old school. Now, now it's a, a, a totally new beast with with uh, everyone's got access to information, and and you know the PPR league is kind of the standard. Um, you know, that's the first I'll thing.
3: Remember.
0: When people ask for advice, the first thing I ask them is, "Tell me about your scoring system before I give you advice yeah. about who to, who to draft." Right? Yeah. So. yeah. It's uh, yeah, you know the fundamentals.
4: I'll never forget yeah. when they when yeah what, they first brought out Prodigy on uh, on the computer. You remember Prodigy was out, and then you're like, wow, you know, I, yeah, I don't have to get my USA Today anymore. I can just get the Prodigy. Well, that was a that was an awesome uh, awesome league history. Now, Michigan, what are you, you you get you qualify yeah. for a, a mock draft world championship team? You go to mockdraftnow.com, dot com and you can put uh-huh. in put in your team and enter the code either cards or cats. Which code do you want want me to get it? Cards or cats? Uh, what code do I Cards, I guess. C-A-R-D-S. Hey, yes. C-A-R-D-S Aww. for Louisville Cardinals. That's right, Mikey. We're 1-1 now. Yeah, Louisville the Cardinals, baby. I love the Derby. <laughs> oh, see, there you go, Mike.
5: I love the ponies. Nothing. 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 That's what you got. Less than nothing, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Hey, I tell you what, though. What's really cool is all these leagues have these things, but when you manage your team and you go 17 weeks, when you go 17 weeks in a season you only get 12 transactions, you really got to do a good job managing. Like this year, I actually took two defenses and two kickers, so I don't have to pick one. But also, sometimes when you get too many players on your team, you make too many decisions, and it's always the other guy that scores. Uh So at least if I have to pick up a player... I can maybe drop a kicker, a defense, because i got Crosby in the kicker. I like the kicker from Houston this year. Bullock? Bullock, yeah. Yeah, Bullock. Bullock. You want to know my team I got in this touchdown league this year? And base, well, oh, yeah, this we, is another. We
1: will. We,
4: we will have to take it next show because we're all out of time. But thank you for calling. Make sure you go to com and use the code CARDS, and uh, you will you will uh, have a chance at a Vegas Fantasy Experience vacation. Good caller for Michigan, oh, Mark.
1: Call. Yeah. Like yeah, it's always good to
4: always get the, get the flashbacks from the past. My, Mark, there's so many different formats. We've got the Rotoball uh, closing in on 500 teams now. We've got the World Championship, the fantasy Football World Championship. We're over 300, pushing towards the 400 in our final week. And uh, wh- wh- what day are you getting out to Vegas, Mark?
0: Uh, I'm coming out Wednesday. How about you?
4: Okay, I'll be there one day before. Mike will also get out there on Wednesday. We'll be staying at the Mirage. We'll be partying it up and we'll be a working. But you know what? The season is finally here. It, this is the fun. We work so hard every day to experience this in Vegas. And when that kickoff happens, I don't think there's anything closer to heaven, man. When kickoff on a Sunday happens and all the screens start to explode, and then you have these little groups of people in the sports book that just start popping alive because their, their guys made a big play, there's nothing like
1: it. I can't wait for Vegas. Can't wait. It's
0: going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Mark Mark, I hope uh hope to definitely be able to meet you face to face. I'm really yeah. looking forward
0: to it. let's 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 have a cocktail. That's right. Absolutely. Mark Deming,
1: uh the
4: thanks for coming in, the number four player in the world, stopping by on red versus blue. Thank you, man.
0: All right, Scott, keep kicking
4: butt. Alright, dude. That was Mark Deming. Dude, hey they uh that's one half of Hawk and roll. Uh they've been uh winning uh in the high stakes space since the beginning of time. You can actually go and check out all the history of the high-stakes players. It's a really cool feature, Mike, and I don't think all the high-stakes players know that it really exists yet because the funny thing is, is when you get your league in front of it, the first thing, thing you should,
3: should do is go to ffpoolbox.com
4: and shout out, out your opponents. Mike, Mike are, are, am, am I, I on speakerphone speaker or something?
1: Yes, you're on speakerphone. You, I, I cannot, cannot be on speakerphone, dude. You cannot, you cannot use, use speakerphone on red, red versus Blue. I'm, I haven't changed a thing. I'm doing the same thing I have been the entire mm-hmm. hour. I'm, I'm echoing. Going. I'm, I'm I, hearing I hear myself on myself a one-second delay, so, so I've got to mute you right, you right now. now. Dude, you sound bad. You, you, you want to know, know what sounds what sound bad, bad? It's, it's the, the echo
3: from your cell
1: phone. No, no it, you, you're echoing bad. I haven't touched my cell phone. My cell phone has set stationary for the last hour, dude. But anyway, I mean, uh, if I got an echo, then I'll quit talking.
4: No. You have to turn the
1: speaker off. This show is on the hell.
3: It's not. No.
1: No. No. Jeez, oh, Pete, man. I I, I, I haven't touched a thing. Do you You know know how? Can you please push push
4: and turn the the speaker speaker
3: off?
1: off? I'm off. It I've been off the speaker. Oh, I've been off the speaker for the last. What What did you do? What did you do? Do you not know how to operate these systems? I mean, you got all these bells and whistles, Scott. I, I haven't touched a thing. Okay. But anyway, you're killing me. <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely killing me. I haven't, do, I haven't done a thing. Not a thing. Anyway, go ahead. Hello.
5: <laughs>
1: here, we we have did our show.
4: Yeah.